Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I have with me Tanya Chiban, she's a friend of mine. She's also a YouTuber and she's someone that I really admire when it comes to uh, her relationship with the Lord. So on this podcast, I hope you understand the heart behind the um, the things that she does online. So thank you so much for joining. Also, I wanna tell you that this podcast is new. I have another podcast when it comes to sermons, but this podcast is mostly for interviewing people that live in light of eternity and uh, so if you can leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Enjoy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Um, the first time I met you, actually, I remember we were at some leaders retreat. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yes, that was a while ago. Yeah, you're sitting right across from me. And I remember I asked you like, hey, so what do you do for a living? And you're like, oh, I'm an influencer. And I remember like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't say anything to you, you know, but I was... I was just kind of thinking in my mind, like, oh, here we go, another influencer. Yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly because, like, I have this, you know, kind of, I had this notion that somehow people that, you know, kind of, like, do YouTube videos are kind of, like, fake, mm-hmm. you know? I had this notion that, like, oh, hey, you know, they're just trying to sell a crowd um, something. But I think what really changed for me specifically is when I started to see you at our prayers every single mm-hmm. Sunday morning. And you're like just declaring and praying. And I'm thinking like, this girl is different. Like it's different from all the other influencers that I know. Um, So if I can ask you, how do you manage kind of like the the pressure that you get online versus how do you live your faith out? Um, Because I know like online, you're expected to be one thing and not say anything Mm -hmm. wrong. So how do you, how do you cope with that? Well, when I started... Uh, being an influencer when I became one I initially didn't see the importance behind it Um, but just a few years ago when I really discovered Jesus as my savior Mm -hmm. I feel like I understood the heaviness of what it is to be an influencer and for me what's really important is that I stay true to who I am and that I do not compromise on society and Mm -hmm. that you know, there will be people that will not like me. There will be people that will want me to do things that I don't want to do. But it's really important that I stay true to who I am mm-hmm. and not compromise just because I need an approval from society. Wow, that's really good. I actually have a lot of questions for you. And um, my next question would be kind of asking you, so is this something that you decided to go into? Or is this something just kind of you realize, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this and may mm-hmm. as well like use it for you know for the glory his glory and also you know mm-hmm. at the same time you know influence other people yeah so initially i never decided this i never decided on becoming well known uh mm-hmm. in fact i actually was really scared of the idea yeah when i started it was a really big desire of mine and i feel like that was from god that he gave me that desire and when i discovered makeup i feel like it was just something I was so passionate yeah. about. And I saw all these other influencers, beauty gurus, and I was like, man, if they can do it, I can do it. And I just started kind of posting videos and mm-hmm. being consistent. And I never looked at it as like business or anything like that. It was just sharing my gift with the world, like my talent and yeah. like the looks. I was genuinely so excited about it. And um, once it became a business for me, like my career, I... Uh, I just knew that I was like, dang, like this is what came out of it. Like I took a leap of faith and mm-hmm. I, it just, I don't know, I'm here and it's like just crazy that this is my life, but I'm just yeah. so thankful and I really could see God's hand upon 
upon me this entire yeah. time. That's how, that's how I feel like I actually, like by the grace of God, I feel like I was actually able to make this into my career because now I feel like there are so many people that are trying to become influencers, but it's just so hard to grow now. Yeah, and it's like really hard to make your name known. Yeah, for me, it's influence is always. Um, I know from different side, like when it comes to business, mm-hmm. uh, influences leadership is, um, and I think influence in itself is not the problem. It's how you use that influence, right? Like yes. it's, it, are you influencing people towards the right things or are you influencing them to the wrong things? And um, when it comes to beauty influencers, especially like for me, like I don't really get that. Mm-hmm. But I think lately I've been kind of like realizing that you know, all beauty, regardless if it's regardless if it's music or if it's like, you know, admiring someone that you are, you know, like you just look up to them. Um, I think all beauty ultimately is supposed to lead you to the ultimate beauty giver. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like a billboard, right? Where, you know, uh, the, you hear a song and you're like, I don't really know what about that song. What makes me feel like so much different? In mm-hmm. or if you see something that's really beautiful. Um, so, you know, I never understood kind of like the idea of like, oh, I do makeup videos, but now I, now looking at you and how, like who you are behind the camera, you know, as a person, like I'm really inspired by that because I think you can definitely like influence people in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question that I wanted to ask you, I know that not everything, I know we talk like very like inspirational, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's a lot of like critics and you probably get judge uh judged and criticized a lot um because you're out you know you're out there online so how do you deal with critics did you have any major drama like that happened on the platform that you had to deal with and how did you kind of overcome that that's a really good question um early on like the early stages of my career i definitely everything was progressing so fast so i didn't really know how to deal with hate or um, just business in general. I just didn't know how to manage yeah. and be, be an influencer to all these people that are following me. And there were some some arguments, some you know drama that rose up. But I think now that I am evolved and I am more familiar with how everything works, I just need to understand that people's insecurities. Mm-hmm they will project it onto you. So any hate comment or anything like that, I really do not take it personal because the the truth is, is that they do not know me who I am. Like they don't know me personally, so I'm not going to take it personal. And when I look at a hate comment, I just look at that person. That person is either hurt or there's something like they're a broken Behind person, it, yeah. you know, because I just don't ever see myself yeah. being so hateful towards somebody. And I just know that, I don't know. I, I still have grace for them, and I just don't yeah. take it personal. I, recently, about two weeks ago, I did a video on a missionary that went and got killed um, mm-hmm. overseas, and <laughs> and I thought I had a great story, right? Like I I had like I'm like this is this is awesome, you know? And I thought people were gonna be inspired, yeah. and then oh the comments start coming in, and people <laughs> started to hate on me like like crazy. Like they're like, well you're brainwashed, and um, yeah. some people made comments like oh he deserved to die, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a real shock for me because mm-hmm. like I haven't like dealt with that before where I used to post videos and obviously I don't get the engagement that you have. So for me, it was just like, oh, you know, you, you know, my friends comment on it. And, mm-hmm. but then when I started getting the backlash, you know, from all the people that disagree with you and 
So do you get a lot of hate comments? I mean, do people like... Yeah, so I typically, surprisingly, I do not get as many hate comments, but Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of... So the content that I post, it's mostly makeup. And I honestly, if somebody comments about like, hey, your eyeshadow is not blended enough, that looks so bad, or like your foundation is too orange, it doesn't bother me because it's still like such an artificial like surface. Um, what scares me the most, and I feel like that's where I feel like the enemy has attacked me, is when I am very vulnerable with yeah. my audience and I speak about what I'm truly passionate about, which is Jesus, yeah. or um, just like genuinely like trying to be like a bigger sister or like share my advice and my experience with like my influence. And if I was to get attacked in that area, I feel like it would kind of hurt me a little more. Right. But I need to know that, again, it's not... It's not something I can take personal, um, but I can already yeah. picture you like, oh, your foundation's off. You're like, oh, is your, fo- <laughs> yeah, is your foundation in Christ? What about no? Christ is solid. It's no. okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> no, but like um, recently I shared like I do like the Instagram Q and A, and a girl asked like a live me like. Stream? Like, no, it was like just they, I answered their questions yeah. and a girl asked me recently, she's like, so when is it okay to start dating? And I, and I kind of like briefly stated like, first, uh, find your identity in Christ so you mm-hmm. don't seek it in anybody else. Um, and first f- discover who you are as a person yeah. and like, make sure you're just emotionally and like, you're ready. Cause when you're in a relationship, it's a commitment b- between two people where you're serving each other, loving each other, putting each other first. And somebody responded and girl, you sound crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, th- isn't that the truth? Like the truth, the truth. Like, yeah, I feel like now, I don't know. People's standard of dating is so it's more like, like about a, a, more like a transaction where what yeah. can you do for me yeah, like, you know rather than ben- like benefiting each other in a way yeah. and i'm just like I'm and you're like christ standards lay your life down for the other person yes. you know mm-hmm. so that's that's really good so um do you see yourself kind of pursuing this as a career like i really do i yeah. i don't know if makeup is going to be uh, in my life but i really feel like um god is using makeup yeah. for me to just tap into the industry and he's teaching me how to handle the influence that i have now before he trusts me with more and i really feel like once i have more or just what i have now once i know how to utilize it to its fullest potential for god's glory i think that that is going to be like my ministry in a way as well as my career because it's something i'm really passionate yeah. about and i feel you like, love honestly, doing it yeah and nothing satisfies me more than than hearing like girl that helped me out so much this is exactly what i needed to hear um, because i feel like i mean everybody has a voice and yeah. i feel like god just needs people to use and i just every single day i'm just like god just use me like what do you want me to say yeah what do you want me to do and what are some difficult yeah. challenges that you encounter like just being uh, like online and sort of having people know your name and having people know um did you ever have any difficult situations where you're like man i don't know if, how to deal with this like maybe someone that uh, I know that you had some drama with some girl that she posted about you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do you kind of like handle those situations? Like, um, yeah. So back back then, I was just so immature in my faith too. I, mm-hmm. I would have totally reacted differently than I yeah. was. But I have nothing but love for her. Like, and that was just a season in my life, and I'm totally like moved on from that. But I think now, I just I feel like I just know who I am as a person that. Mm-hmm. 
no matter what anybody says about me, it's just really not gonna, their words are not gonna define me. Like, I'm not gonna accept the hatred or the accusations of me because I just know who I am and I just, I don't need other people's approval, like, at all. Yeah. And once you know who you are, that's why I'm saying, like, it's so important to know who you are because there will be times when people will come and try to question your identity and, um, and, or like bring up the past, but I'm here to say like, no, the past does not define yeah. me. Like I, I believe in second chances. Everybody has a second chance. In fact, everybody has multiple chances, you know? Yeah. And I feel like people can still change. And I don't know. I just, yeah, just believe in that. Yeah. So what do you see kind of like, the future um as far as um kind of like online do you see like this trend going up like do you see it more like i don't know how this is kind of like mm -hmm. sustainable because yeah. i seem like a lot of people are trying to do that and a lot of them they just want to do it because of the influence part or the fame part mm -hmm. not necessarily because they have something really to offer mm -hmm. and i think you know if you truly like um another friend of mine that i that that also is doing like he's more more on instagram but he was saying like if you put good work out there if you really put creativity mm -hmm. people will appreciate that no matter you know because um i was talking to him i'm like man it's really it's really hard to actually develop online platform now and he's like that's not true i think if you truly put work into it and you're creative people will recognize that Mm -hmm. so where do you see like the whole youtube going i mean do you see any kind of transition because it seems like it's getting bigger now yeah so i do see my i i want to eventually have my own business yeah like my own brand or something like that it doesn't necessarily have to be makeup but i really see myself being a lifestyle influencer not mm -hmm. necessarily beauty and i really want to um just get to like i don't know if it's like a talk show like or like maybe do a podcast yeah i don't know what the future has well, for me well here i am <laughs> <laughs> you're already doing a really I'm good job at it so. no but um so. i i really just want to get to a point where i'm so close with my influence that yeah. they can come to me for advice and i can give advice on a biblical yeah grounds and, yeah. and foundation mm -hmm. and just be like the light in the industry and just bring hope into people's lives yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're on here. Um, what are some questions you have for me? Oh, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Especially when you said it, I'm kind of wondering if what did I set myself up for? <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Good. So um, you have been a youth pastor for quite some time now. Yeah. I feel like before I met you, I knew you were as yeah. the youth pastor. And I just want to know, like, how do you know you were called to being a pastor or is it something that you just chose? Yeah, I, I don't think I just decided, oh, I'm going to be a youth pastor, mm -hmm. you know. And um, quite frankly, like my, my parents or my dad was a preacher. Um, and that's one thing that I never wanted to do is preach. <laughs> but now if you're to ask me like what I was born to do, I'd tell you that I'm never more alive than when I, you know, do what I do at church, be it pastoring or counseling or preaching. Um, so I think I, it, it was never like a moment in my life where I'm like, oh, I think I should pursue this. Yeah. It was more like God slowly changing my desires. Mm -hmm. And one day, day you look back and you're like, wow, that, this is this is something I really, really enjoy. Not only that, but like my life, uh, I, I think a lot of people think that 
what I do as a pastor is really meaningful to other people, but I think it's also very meaningful to me mm-hmm. because when somebody's impacted by the word, then automatically like that gives my life meaning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing yeah. with you, right? Like when you helping someone, you know, that's going through a difficult situation, yeah, you helped them, but also kind of helped you in the sense that like, hey, my life has so much more meaning now because I'm not just living for myself. I'm also helping other people out. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the power of influence where, you know, especially if it's influence, godly influence, mm-hmm. influencing people the right way. Um, so that's kind of like, I didn't really have a moment. It was more like my desires changed. And now I'm like, oh, wow, I really enjoy doing this. And I get to meet amazing people like you and so many other people at our church, you know, and and I'm looking forward to what God is going to, you know, have in store for us in 2019. Yeah, that's, so, that's really good. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, so um, another question is, uh, since being a youth pastor is something that you feel so satisfied doing, do you yeah. see do you see you being a youth pastor for many more years to come? Or like, where do you necessarily see your ministry going in like the next yeah. five, 10 years? So I, I've always said that like, I'll consider moving into full-time ministry in the main church when I get married. <laughs> <laughs> just because I feel, no, like I, I just feel yeah. like if you're a youth pastor and then you're in the main church and you're mm-hmm. counseling couples and you're like, mm-hmm. well, You've never been married, so it'd be just kind of an awkward position to be placed in. Um, so I do see myself being a youth pastor, for, at least for the foreseeable future, until I get married and so on and so forth. But um, as far as where the ministry we see in five years, I'm a church planter by heart. You know, like mm-hmm. I I love church planting, and we started in Federal Way, then we planted in Everett, now is North Shore um, or Kenmore, and then now we're in Bellevue. Mm-hmm. And I love where. You know, and it, it's tough going to a brand new church where you're the one who's doing, you know, all the things, you know, and then you finally get a sound guy and you get a worship team. It's difficult, but I think it's so amazing to start seeing leaders that normally would not serve and now they're serving. Um, that's the amazing part about this. Yeah, I remember... So. Um because I don't know if you guys knew yeah. Slavic, you are my youth pastor. Yeah. And when I was part of the youth ministry, mm-hmm. um, I it was all so new for me because I never, I was a part of a church, but I never served. Yeah. And now that I'm part of the prayer team or even the youth ministry, like opening services, that is something I was terrified. Like I can talk to the camera, <laughs> all of us are. <laughs> but when it comes to talking in front of people and like praying over the service, yeah. like that was really hard for me. But I just felt like something, in, something inside me was like, just do it, just go. Like yeah. it's not yeah. it's not scary and um now i opened it up a few times and i feel like every single time i'm getting better and better so i feel like finally i'm like submitting kind of getting the and, hang of it yeah and it, i just see such a such a difference in who i am spiritually like how much like spiritually grown i am yeah and i just feel like that's what you do like you raise leaders and yeah. then like when they're ready you just send them out yeah. and for me uh to to be completely like honest, um, no matter how much time you do it, you still feel extremely nervous. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I always feel like I'm prepared and I'm like, what am I going to say? Um, and I always say that like doing ministry in church, especially preaching and teaching, like I feel like it's like jumping off a cliff. You never know how you're going to land because one day like you think you have a great sermon and you just face plant, right? Like, yeah. it, it, and everyone's just like, hey, that was a great sermon. And you're like, leave me be. You know, like, I, I want to <laughs> just, me be. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to hide right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there are moments where you think you have nothing, 
you know, and he's like, God, I, I need you to come through because I am so empty and something happens and everything changes, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing, you know, to see God coming through. Um, so to be completely clear, yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way. I feel extremely inadequate to do um, this. But like you said, I love seeing people that just came to church and then them they're raising up, they're being raised up and then they've been sent out. And I think that's kind of like the hope. You know? oh, yeah, that's good. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, one question I wanted to ask of you um, is, as far as ministry goes, um, it, it's it's the weirdest thing because, like, you have so many people following you online. Yeah. You know, and people at church, most people, I would say a lot of people don't know any of that. Mm-hmm. And to them, you're just such a regular person, you know, and I feel like you have to try to be that, it, right? Like you, and because you have like the sense of like, you're very genuine. Um, you know, you pray for everybody and like, especially on, so, so my question to you is this, um, I mean, how do you do that? Like, how do you, you know, because I remember even like saying that, oh, you're a YouTuber and you're like, I don't even like the, the term YouTuber. I don't, I really don't. <laughs> you know, because it automatically kind of sets you apart. So how do you, with all the people that follow you online, like not kind of take that approach or like, hey, I am, you know, like, have you, do you know who I am? You know, no, you're just like yeah. so down to earth and um, who keeps you humble is what I'm saying. Like, what, what, keeps, <laughs> what keeps you humble, right? Like, um from the very beginning, I hated being defined by influencer, YouTuber. Um, I yeah. hate it. My number one question that I hated when people would ask me is, so what do you do for a living? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I do makeup. And they're like, oh, like, ma-, like, and then they would like ask more questions. And yeah. I'm like, no, online. They're like, oh, so you do YouTube. And then all of a sudden, like their entire perspective on me changes. Um, I just really... They treat you differently I, because once they heard that, they treat yes. you differently. And I, I just feel the energy like, I know a lot of um, fans, I hate even calling them fans, but people that support me come up to me and like, they're genuinely so happy to see me. And like, I love meeting them. Yeah. Um, I just wish that they would come to me as a normal person. Yeah. Because one thing... They one usually thing have a people request. Forget, yeah. Usually <laughs> people that, like the thing about influencers that not a lot yeah. of people know is like, we're people like we still have our daily life and what we only difference is is that we just do makeup online or like we just share our life with the world you know and um i'm just like a normal person so for me like when somebody looks up to me as like an idol or somebody higher than them that just really makes me uncomfortable because i know deep down that i'm literally i have like my own faults and i'm not perfect and like I get mad, I get frustrated, I get upset, and you know, that's just life. Yeah, and I think what I admire is is that is being able to be real, even though I mean, like when I met you, I didn't think you're a YouTuber. I just thought, well, you know, I know you hate that term, but like mm-hmm. I didn't think like, oh, you know, she, the way she acts, she must be someone. Like, no, you were so down to earth and so like chill about everything. And then I think when you told me, I was just kind of like, really? Wow, another YouTuber? Like, what? <laughs> like, that would really confuse me because I'm like, she's just so normal and she's just mm-hmm. so approachable. So keep that up. I think that is that is very, like, honorable when you hear someone that is, um, you know, you have few a uh, few hundred thousand, few thousand, few hundred thousand people following you online and, and yet you're so approachable. So I commend you for that. Thank you. 
So, <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm really thankful that you kind of came on this. Like, this. did you know this? You're my first, like, podcast episode, like, interviewer. It is such an or, honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know this podcast is going to go from now on, um, you know, but I, I really hope, and the whole point of this podcast is, is to kind of get people thinking and talking about how to live in light of eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last question to you would be this is, how do you day to day, what kind of decisions do you make to make sure that your influence doesn't just last for this brief time that we have here on earth, but, you know, lasts into eternity. So obviously we understand you have a relationship with Jesus, but also how do you impact people around you um, I mean, do you think about that daily that, hey, what I do doesn't just influence the people right now, but could have essentially impact them for eternity? Yeah. So, so I, every single day I, I just come to God and I just ask him, um, and ask for his favor and his hand upon like the content that I create. And mm-hmm. if there's anything, Holy Spirit will just reveal to me, like what it is I need to, to share. But sometimes, um, there will be thoughts of like, things that I really want to share with somebody and other times like I will have nothing so it's really sometimes it's really challenging but um hold on what was the question again I first so the question is <laughs> it's totally good <laughs> um, the question is, is that how do you live in light of eternity every single day like obviously oh. I, I would say what I've seen from my side I've seen you being at every single prayer that we have at church right like <laughs> this is kind of like new to me to have someone that is influencing online, but then they're present at every single prayer. Yeah. You know, also like just you and your sister, Natalia, she's been, you guys have been such an amazing help to our church, you know, like where you guys are always there, always present. You know, if it's praying for, if it's opening service, if it's doing food, whatever you guys need to do, you guys are doing it. So from my side, that's what I see automatically, you know, but what else do you do? Obviously your devotion and so on and so forth. Yeah. So for me, uh, having just one-on-one time with God is really yeah. important. And then I just kind of just trust my instinct. And I, I be- like, I believe God speaks to me through thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if I'm speaking with an influencer or if I'm at an event yeah. and I just have this really big desire to be like, Hey, I want to, can I just like pray for you? Or like, what what's on your mind like just like talk to them and get a little bit more on a deeper level um i try i don't want to be like super pushy and like here let me talk to you about jesus you know because love is not forced like god will never force anything on us so i feel like we should be the same yeah i think that we just need to trust the holy spirit and he will will tell us okay this is the time although sometimes it's scary Mm -hmm. in some moments because you don't know how that person is going to react but God, again, God just needs people that will just submit to him and just like really trust him because who knows that person probably really needed to hear what yeah, yeah. Holy Spirit put on your heart. So I think for me, it's really just all about putting God first in everything. Do not compromise your relationship with God yeah. um, and just really stay focused on that. And then everything else around you, like your work, your family, your business, everything will fall in place because God will take care of you. And he's proven that to me many, many times. God always comes through. Well, um, I hope and I pray that your ministry expands. And I think especially, you know, the culture that we live in, we need powerful women that declare, you know, the gospel everywhere they go and whatever whatever they do, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever, if they're 
doing beauty videos or they're running companies, you know. So yeah. God bless you in that. And I want to just give you a personal thank you for, for kind of like sticking with me. And, <laughs> you know, I know this is kind of new for both of us. Um, but I look forward to having you, you know, next time, you know, be it half a year, a year, whatever it is, mm -hmm. or a few months. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you so much so, for having me. So that is our interview with uh, Tanya Chaban. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. If you can, it would mean so much to me if you can rate this podcast and uh, maybe also recommend it to somebody else that needs to hear this. And until next time, God bless you guys.